0: Hello, noisemakers everywhere, you have found the Sombre Amrath podcast. Now, for the last couple of episodes, literally the last couple of episodes, I've been sort of focusing on the idea of getting started with the plan of moving forward towards the future, towards what comes next. However, given the situation that we find ourselves in in the world, um, I thought that we could Maybe deviate from that plan for an episode or two and bring maybe some joy or or fun into the world. Um, and at the same time, uh, allow myself to introduce me to you, uh, through music, specifically through, through albums. Um, you know, introduce myself as, as a, as a fan of music. And then also introduce you to myself as a producer. And maybe we'll do an episode where we we do something similar to what I'm planning to do here. um, And introduce myself as as a musician and so forth. Um, But what I wanted to do today uh, is something a little more fun. Something a little more relatable. uh, Something more enjoyable. uh, And more connective. More communal. So what... The plan is for today is that I'm going to give you a list of not just my top albums, but also a list of my top albums with my life partner, with my future wife, um, and also her top albums. We sat down a couple days ago and, and had nothing better to do. We were trapped inside. We're we're having to ride this thing out just like everyone else. And we decided to start discussing our top albums, not albums that we we praise, albums that are technically fantastic, uh, that are, you know, huge in, in, in terms of, you know, these greatest albums of all time, but really albums that meant something to us, albums that we continue to play to this day and that still resonate with us. So we came uh, up with three lists. A list for myself, a list for her, and uh, a list for us as a couple. And all three lists are a little bit different. So I thought we'd do a little bit of that uh, to kick off. But I also want to take care of you, right? I want to make sure that you're getting some value for your own endeavors out of this. So along with this, on the tail end of this episode, I also want to talk to you about my top free Plugins that I actually use, plugins that are free, and I actually use on a regular basis. Some of them get used on this podcast. So that's the plan for today, and with none other to do, nothing else to to kick off. Let's uh, let's get started. I want to give you first because it's the simplest, um, the simplest uh, of the list. Our top. Um, albums as a couple so we sat down after we did our our two lists uh uh for us individually and then we actually started talking about what are the top albums in our relationship what are the the, the albums we keep playing when we're together and we came up with, with this particular list um coming in at number 10 is an album that uh was on both of our lists, not necessarily in our top, but was on both of our lists of albums that we were considering for a top 10. And that's a Hybrid Theory by Linkin Park. And I think that Hybrid Theory is on this list for us because this is an album that meant a lot to us in our youth. We're both about the same age. Um we're about 4 years apart and you know this album came out at a pivotal time for us and Linkin Park's first couple of albums are albums that I continually go back to, and so does she. She goes back to these albums quite a bit, but specifically, Hybrid Theory. Now, the songs on there are just, they're all memorable, they're fantastic songs, and uh, they meant a lot to us in that time. I, probably for various uh, different reasons. I, I know that for myself, a lot of the angst that I felt, um, I felt vindicated, I felt you know, that I wasn't alone. It, and but the the grooves the the riffs the you know the the way that they include a DJ I've always had a hard time with bands with DJs in them um, I always find that like the DJ gets kind of cut out there's not much for the DJ to do but um, Lincoln Park completely revolutionized that they really uh, brought in uh, their DJ as an essential part of that band and of that band's sound. So, number 10, Hybrid Theory by Linkin Park. At number 9, we have an album that's on neither one of our lists, but when we're together, we listen to this band a lot, and that's Chevelle's Wonder What's Next. And I think with with this, it goes back to to that same idea. It's the power of the music, it's the the grooves, it's the, the fact that the songs are memorable, it's a powerful album, and it speaks a lot to frustrations, um, it overall, it's just a great album and we enjoy hearing it as a couple. It's, it's one of those albums you throw on when you're in the car and you know, you're taking a road trip and you don't get sick of it. It's a great album through and through. So number eight is Dookie by Green Day. And of course it's Dookie by Green Day because we're from California and arguably Dookie's uh, sorry, Green Day's Dookie, sorry. <laughs> Green Day's Dookie is uh, one of their most memorable albums, you know, aside from some of the more um, uh, known albums from their their later career. But in their early career, this was the album. And for a long time, this was the album. You try to introduce someone to Green Day, it was Dookie. And again, we have these fantastic songs that are just timeless, and they 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 work no matter what era of your life you're in and and they all kind of resonate these universal themes that people tend to feel over and over again during their lifetime and the songs are fun i mean uh, for instance there's you know there's obviously the the hits but i absolutely love she it's one of my favorite songs in the world and i wouldn't even say that green day is one of my favorite bands but this album is awesome i can put it on and i can go front to back and not get sick of it. And sometimes I even go front to back and then hit it again and listen to it one more time. And again, it's one of those albums we like to put on when we take road trips. So moving on, let's go to number nine. Number nine is an album that means a lot to both of us individually and as a couple. And I think I personally found more value in, in this album uh, in our relationship. And that's um, Incubus's Morning View. Morning View is such a great song. It's, a, it's such a great song. Such a great album. Um, it's one of those albums that, uh, for me personally, it, it, it puts me in a calm kind of state of mind. Um, it, it really kind of feeds my soul in a positive way. Um, but again, Incubus has always had that sort of vibe, even when they're they're playing. their more aggressive. Uh, tunes. There's still these good vibes. Like it's it's at the heart of their music. You really kind of feel their intention of, you know, people having uh, a a good time with themselves. Like really growing as people. It's it's these positive. It's it's these positive vibes for for a better life. Essentially, you can feel that that's sort of what their their aim is to make sure that that people are are sort of growing as human beings, reflecting, and it's all in a positive sense. I, it's hard to explain, but I, I hope you understand sort of what I'm getting at with that, with that album. And, and it, it's in everything. It's in the tone. It's in the way it's sung. It's in the lyrics. There's just this, uh, this sort of reflection on humanity, on yourself as an individual, but it's all from a very positive angle even when it's sort of, um, in this, it's done in this sort of uh, not desperate or uh, despair, but when it when it's uh, heavy, heavy topics. I think that's the word I'm sort of looking for. So that that's a that's a great album, and again, it's one that we play a lot. Um, at number six, this is an album that means the world to us both, um, and I think it goes back to the same thing with lincoln park but in a very different way and also you know it's a local band and so of course we're, we're going to be into them and that's uh americana by the offspring uh, americana was the first album that um denise my life partner my future wife um bought herself it was actually one of the first albums that i bought myself as well my first album was uh marshall mathers lp by M um, but the this was an album that's sort of at the at the beginning of both of our uh, both of our journey in in being music fans. And again, it's a lot of these these songs that deal with topics that you're gonna deal with over and over again. But the beauty of this album is that it kind of hits it from all these different angles. You get songs that are super serious like stare at the sun and then you get songs that are, uh, super fun, uh, towards the end of the album. Like, why don't you get a job? Uh, and I hope that I'm not, uh, remembering the name of that, that song wrong, but I'm pretty sure that that's the the title of the song. And so it's this great album that, you know, you get a variety of things. You get like the, the speed of punk, you, you get, uh, the, these more reggae kind of ska, feel songs, you get these more trippy songs, you get heavy, you get lighter. Um, and it's a great album front to back. It's enjoyable. It's entertaining. It's, uh, it, you know, it it means something. It's important um, and it's universal. And it, again, timeless songs that just kind of don't go out of style. Uh Moving on to number five, we have an album. And again, this is something that It's more she introduced me into it, even though I was already aware of it, but it's become more significant for me uh, in our relationship. And that's uh, With Teeth by Nine Inch Nails. Now, I understand that Nine Inch Nails has been around forever, and With Teeth is a more recent album, but bear with me. Uh, We actually got to see Nine Inch Nails perform twice, once at uh, the Staples Center. And once at what used to be the Irvine Meadows, I believe it had a different name at the time that we saw them, but that's what I remember it being, uh, because it was called that for a long time. Um, and they absolutely blew me away. I, I, would always enjoyed their music, you know, uh, in a very casual manner, but I'd never paid enough attention to them until you know we were leading up into going to see them live. She wanted to see them live. And th- the live show is amazing. If you ever get a chance, go see Nine Inch Nails live. It is amazing. It, it'll, it is a complete show. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna intervene on myself here for a second as well and say that if you ever get a chance, go see The Offspring live because the albums are good. But them live is way better. It is amazing how good they are. But yes, uh, Nine Inch Nails with Teeth. This album is what introduced me to listening to Nine Inch Nails. Uh, at, you know, not just casually, but really digging in. And you know, the songs on here are just—they're so good. They're so powerful. They're—and funny enough that I should say this for a, a, a musician. Uh, that makes music out of digitation, but they're so raw. And again, with a lot of the stuff that's on this list, it goes back to these universal themes. It goes back to the exploring these feelings in a, in a very uh, detailed way and the and way that kind of brings you out of it feeling uh, better about these situations. So with teeth, um, let's see, moving on to number four. Again, another California band because we are Californians. I'm sorry, I moved away from the mic. You might have sensed that proximity effect there. Uh, I'm a little excited about this one, uh, and that again because they're they're local, they're local, and they're Californian. But that's uh it's gotta be Californication. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Why? Because because yes, <laughs> it's an amazing album. It's got great songs. It's got all these hits on it, and just everything from the tone to the vibes to the the power. You know, this is a a band that isn't exactly known for being heavy, but God, does their music hit hard. And this album is so good. It hits you right in the chest, um, but it's enjoyable. It's this heaviness that's also groovy and funky. And, uh, you know, of course, a lot has been said about Anthony Kiedis and, and his lyrics, but in all that chaos and, and weirdness, there is some real stuff being said. And and there's some serious stuff in this album and it comes from a real place and you can feel that it comes from a real place. And if you've ever gone through, you know, some rough times in your life, this is the kind of music that kind of heals your soul. And so, you know, what else can I say about Californication? It, it, it hits it on every angle from the tone of the music the composition the lyrics the sound the vibes everything about this album is fantastic and i i wish to see them live at some point uh moving on from californication onto our top three this album absolutely means everything to us it's one of the first things that we sort of uh well at least i remember sort of um Uh, bonding over and being surprised that we were both into it but it's it's one of those influential bands that uh, it's going to go down in history they're going to be referenced by everyone because of course they are Um, and I mean there's nothing more that can be said it's just this is they were on the quest to essentially make a perfect representation in recording of of them playing live or at least that's what i've been told those were the stories i've been told about this album it's relationship of command by at the drive in and we absolutely love at the drive in but this album we adore we listened to it in our early like in the early years of our relationship over and over and over like on every date it was in the car and we love all the songs you know, not just the the hits, but like everything about this album. It, yes, it's punk, and it's punk at its purest, and it's punk at its most artistic, and it's punk at its, you know, at the height of its potential. But it's also a whole bunch of other things, and it, it all these elements, there's, there's the electronic elements, and then there's the again kind of like with with Anthony Kiedis and his lyrics the 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 cryptic nature of the lyrics but of course you, you know um uh, uh Omar and uh and I'm forgetting his first name but Bixler Savala um they do such a fantastic job uh as a team um and you of course Mars Volta is is a great example of that but of course the uh the other guys in the in the band Tim Ward um, and and so on they're they're so great at crafting these songs and and the lyrics in in the songs and the beats and just everything it's pure raw power uh it's huge it's a it's it just it attacks you from all sides and it, it gives you material for days to try to explore and dig into and and sink your teeth in and and you obsess over it um, but even if you don't They're so groovy. They're so dynamic. It's such a great album, but it sticks with you. It's an experience, and that's what's great about this album, and I absolutely love it, and and we love it together, and and we wish that we could see this band live, but we just haven't yet. Um, So that was number three. At number two, we have another Los Angeles band, another California band, I know this is sort of the California list. I I didn't realize until I started reading this to you guys that this is very uh California centric. I apologize. Maybe we have that much awesome music out here, um or maybe we're just that uh California centric in our mind and in our taste. But here we go again. Another band that's going to go down, you know, forever in history and they're going to they're going to be mentioned forever in terms of influence um and an album that kind of means everything to us uh, politically um because it's sort of an ideal um to strive for and the ideas uh resonate with us in our lives so much uh and they keep coming up over and over again it's almost prophetic in a way um it it's it's a it's art in in its truest sense in the fact that it's universal and it keeps coming up because it's part of the human experience. Um, and that's evil empire by uh, obviously the great rage against the machine. Um, and here's another band that we wish that we, we got a chance to see live. Um, we've had the chance to see Tom Morello play live, which was awesome. Uh, and that was with Prophets of rage. Um, But we haven't had the chance to see these guys live. But this album was on... You know, and every date, we, we had it as well. It was one of those albums that was on rotation and just every song. And and we get hype over every song and the message. And we're always, you know, talking about the specifics of the lyrics. And the, we're talking about the amazingness of the production, whether it be together or with, you know, our friends and family and whatnot. We're talking about Tom Morello's guitar. And we're talking about Zach De La Roche's delivery. And we're talking about you know the the way the beats just smash and we're talking about the bass lines and we're just talking about everything we're always talking about this album it's huge for us and you know it's one of those albums that yeah it has this huge message it's very important what's being put across but it's also really enjoyable you know uh and and you can feel the funk in there and you can feel the rage and you can feel the aggression and the power and it just front to back you could play this this album forever and you never get sick of it. But at number one, and again, another technically LA band um, and also another very political band, a band that we've gotten to see uh, once as a couple um, at the Rose Bowl. And that's, Toxicity by system of a down, that's our number one album. again, this is on rotation over and over again in the car we We absolutely love this this record. um What is there to say about it? It came out at the right time. It was an important record. It's still an important record. The message is still important. It may be even more important now than it ever has been in the past. The people involved in this record are you know these mythical figures at this point. And they're incredibly intelligent people, and, and they're people that want to do good in the world. Uh, we got to meet Serge Tankian at um, uh, an exhibit for his art. And he's such a great person, uh, so easy to talk to, so you know, open and, and willing to, to give of himself. It was great to, to meet him. Uh, but this album is just, what, what else can you say? Musically, it's fantastic. It's it's got all these elements. It's vibrant. It's different. It, it it you know obviously the 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 Armenian influences that come into to the music make it dynamic and amazing and 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 give it different vibes. Um, but the power, the drumming is fantastic. You know John's drumming is just so so good. It's just impossible good. Um, you know, but and then there's Darren's guitar, and it's just like. Everything he does on guitar is magic. Um, and it's just, it's so good. It, there's no way around it. And search delivery and his ability to manipulate his voice. And then there's the lyrics. Then there's all the important stuff. There's everything that you need to hear, especially in times like this when, you know, government systems can't be trusted and they're incompetent and and they're uh, attempting to to rob us of some of the most important, you know, uh, safety nets that, that we've come to appreciate and some of the most important uh, just the, the daily, the daily routines that we've gotten used to. Um, but yeah, this, this album just hits home and it feeds his soul because you feel like it's your sword and shield. Like there's others, like, like you're not alone. Like you're not insane. Like these things are being thought of elsewhere and they're important. And so uh, there you have it. Those are the, the top 10 records for us as a couple. And it seems like uh, this particular uh, podcast is going to go on quite long, but let's have fun. Um, I don't know exactly what's going to happen uh, with the way that I'm going to be releasing these and, uh, and and keeping them up online. We'll figure it out as we go. Uh maybe I'll use that stimulus check on uh making sure that I have unlimited um ability to to keep these up at least for a month. <laughs> um now I want to go to her list. I want I want to go to her list because her list is, is pretty awesome. And I think we might go uh, somewhat uh quickly through this, obviously, because um I can't tell you what she feels, right? That's that's for her. To be able to express, but she's very shy, um, and and she's shy to be on on um, a recording. So she asked me to not involve her in the recording, but she did give me permission to involve her picks. And so, starting with uh, number ten, number ten is an album that I also ver- uh, enjoy very much, but is not on my list. And this is uh, Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt, and those are you know it's a great album. <laughs> it's the one they're known for. Uh, fantastic songs on it, front to back. It's dynamic. It's huge. It, it's a roller coaster of emotion. And and why shouldn't it be? It comes from a very real place. Um, At number nine, if I can find it here real quick. Yes, I have just found it. Number nine is a band that she actually got me into. Uh, I, I sort of uh, didn't like them. And mostly because uh, I was irritated by one of the singles that got played on K-Rock Rotation over and over and over again. And if you're not familiar with K-Rock, that for a long time that was the big alternative rock station here in Los Angeles. Now we have a couple, a couple other stations that kind of do the same thing. Uh and one major competitor that's that's sort of uh putting into question their their status as the station to be, the end all to be all an alternative rock. Um so this album is So Much for the Afterglow by Everclear. Um, and it's a great album, uh, very 90s, very much, very another LA band, very LA, very 90s. Um, I got to see them live with her at the Summerland tour twice, twice? Once, actually, I missed them, missed them once. Uh, <laughs> there was a situation where we unfortunately had to miss them. Uh, but we did get to see them here in LA. And it was a great show. They're a great band. Uh, they sound phenomenal live. If you get a chance and you enjoy 90s music, by all means, go check that out. Go check out Everclear. Um, it's not the same members, but, you know, clearly they, they've they done things right. Um, at number eight, uh, she has uh, an album that I won't go into too much because I just, you know, praised it in the list before and that's relationship of command like i said this this album means a lot to us and so there it is again at number eight relationship of command uh and number seven uh bear with me a second ah here we are yes and number seven now this is this is fun um she put down and we could have put down any record by this band and it would have made this list um She put down Rage Against the Machines, Rage Against the Machine. And this is another album that I, of course, uh, love. Absolutely. We love Rage Against the Machine, all their discography. It's all fantastic work. Uh, This album, what can you say, Tour de Force. It's, again, uh, similar to Evil Empire in the message being absolutely important and a, a complete experience that you have to. You have to check it out if you haven't checked it out. But of course, if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably checked it out. So that's number seven, Rage Against the Machines, Rage Against the Machine. And number six, again, I won't go into this album too much because we've already gone over it and how how much we love it. And that's Americana by The Offspring. So that's your number six on her list. Uh, Moving on to number five. Again, this is the album that we opened with. Hybrid Theory, Linkin Park. It's an important album for both of us. And of course, it's on her list. Um, At number four, again, talked about this album previously. It's an important album to both of us. California. Sorry, not California. Californication, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, At number three, again, talked about this album in the list. You're you're starting to notice some patterns, aren't you? Uh, And that's With Teeth by Nine Inch Nails. I know for a fact this album's on rotation constantly with her. She loves this album. She loves Nine Inch Nails. Um, That was one of those things that intrigued me early on, the fact that she was very into Nine Inch Nails. Uh, At number two, we just talked about this album. It was number one in our couples list. I'm sorry about the proximity effect. I'm moving back and forth. I'm having a lot of fun with this. Uh, I hope you're having a lot of fun. I hope this is kind of filling your day and you're enjoying it, doing whatever it is you're doing while you're listening to this. I hope it's bringing some amount of joy into your life. Um, But uh, at number two, toxicity. Toxicity. Uh, by System of a Down. Of course, it's there. She loves System of a Down. Huge Serge Tankian fan. She's the reason that I got to meet him. Uh, She's got his solo work and uh, poetry books very, very uh, influenced by uh, one Serge Tankian, who's an amazing human being by all means. Uh, Number two on the list, Toxicity. And of course, at number one, probably the band that means the most to her. uh, Another... uh, Another, uh, you know, band where she has all the, the records. I, I just recently found out when we were doing some spring cleaning that she has a a DVD of them playing um, the album front to back uh, in a in a small room with a, just a couple fans. It's amazing. Um, so without much further ado, uh, number one on her list is "Make Yourself" by Incubus. Of course, it's Incubus, and of course, it's an Incubus album on here. Now, real quick before we move on to my list, uh, I want to talk about a couple of her honorable mentions that she put up but didn't really do much with. Um, The first one is White Blood Cells by the White Stripes. Great band, great album. I enjoy it as well. Uh, It's an honorable mention. It just quite couldn't break into her top 10. Uh, Also, Garbage version 2.0. Again, Garbage is a great band. It's That's a great album. Butch Vig is a huge inspiration to me, uh, both musically and in terms of recording. Um, and we actually got to meet Shirley Manson um, a, a little while back. You can find uh, pictures of us with her on my Instagram uh, at, um, obviously, Instagram at Sombra Amrath, S-O-M-B-E-R-A-M-A-R-A-T-H. We got to take a picture with Shirley Manson, got to have a couple words with her. We we did that at uh, Girl School, which was held at some place. I can't remember. Had bootleg, had something to do with bootlegging. Um, it's uh, here in LA. It's so uh, you might be able to put the pieces <laughs> together. But yeah, uh, Girl School was awesome. Shirley Manson was awesome. Garbage is great. And so there you have it. And that looks like it does it for her list and her uh, honorable mentions. All right, so let's move on to my list and <laughs> my list is extensive because of course it is. It'd be a shame if it wasn't, and uh, I think I would feel ashamed of myself if it pardon if it wasn't uh so here we go um. Starting with number 10, the album that I claim, I, I was like four at the time, so i it's fuzzy, but the album that I claim, and I hold on to this because it's like my earliest memory that I can remember of, you know, just being enthralled with music, and that is Road to Ruin by the Ramones, because of course it is. That album is awesome. It's pure energy. It's fun, it's catchy, it's punk, it's fun, it just gets into your veins. Road to Ruin, number 10. Now, at number 9, I have a local band, (laughs) because of course I do, and I have a band that's appeared on here several times. Uh, And of course, that's Hybrid Theory by Linkin Park. I won't say much more, because you've heard it already. Uh, it's just, you know, it, they came out at the right time. The music was different. It, the lyrics resonated and it was enjoyable, catchy, and it, it just made you feel better about how you felt about everything. Um, at number eight. Now this isn't technically, well, I guess it's an album, but <laughs> by my standards of what an album is supposed to be and yada, 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 let's not get into a debate. We're having fun. Um, And I'm sure the band would be disappointed that this is the one I chose. But this is the one that means everything to me. And that album is Translating the Name by Sayosin. And the reason why is because it's everything I love about punk music, punk-inspired music, punk-adjacent music, and about this, about the Sombra Amarath brand. It's about that. It's about the early stuff. It's about the get going. It's about when you think you're doing it not great, when you don't think you know what you're doing. And they've said it themselves that <laughs> they feel they've, they've come far and away as musicians from, from the era when they wrote this. And yeah, they have. They're phenomenally polished musicians at this point. But this album means everything to me. It is so good. Every song and the lyrics are cryptic and they keep you coming back and you're trying to decipher them. But these little nuggets make sense and it feeds your soul and it's so good and the the riffs are great and the drumming's fantastic and the energy and the emotion and it just ah you just it it hits everywhere that it should. It's such a great record. I love it. I'm trying not to cuss on here. Trying to keep it family friendly, but. Expletives will eventually slip out, um, but yeah, I just love it, and I know, and I know, and I agree with them. The production value is lacking in, in the textbook terms, in terms of of that of academic thought. Yeah, there's it could be better. It, I'm sure it could be polished. It all this stuff. It could be all this stuff, and yet it is perfect because it's raw because it's there, because it means something. The songs are good. And so the the little things that lack in the recording, and they really are very little things, are insignificant. It's the power of the music. And so translating the name has to be in that list, and it is. It's number eight. Moving on to uh, number seven, an album that has a very similar emotional um, characteristic it hits home in a very similar way the the energy the feelings all that but it, it's so much more and it's, it's an album that's so just so raw and again i'm using that word i wish i had better terminology for this but it it it's this are it's specifically the the lyricists here bearing their soul but it's so honest and it's so pure and it's so true, and it's such an emotional roller coaster. Few pieces of art have done this to me where like they're this thing that tells me about life that inform me about life another Another one of those, and it's not on here because it's a comedic record, but that would be Christopher Titus's Norman Rockwell is bleeding. I will play that album until the day I die. It is so important to me. And foundational to the way that I see life and the way that I see personal growth. And this album does all that and more. It's cursives domestica. If you've never heard it, please go listen to this have a box of tissues ready. Maybe do a little uh, investigation into what's going on with this album before you discard it or before you even listen to it. If you do that and then you listen to it, I guarantee you you're you're it's it's gonna hit home everywhere and it's probably gonna put you in a very emotional state. So be very careful with this album. It's very strong. it's it's very awesome. it it's it's so good and it it's so important. Uh, at number eight, I'm sorry. Not at number eight. We just came out of eight and seven. At number six is a local band because, of course, it is. And this is a band that I absolutely adore them as musicians, the way they've grown, the music they make, the lyrics, the sounds, the drumming, the bass, the guitars, everything about this band. It's tight. It's strong. It's good. It's clearly been thought out and it's performed so well. Um... But for me, their early albums will always be their best albums. There's something about the honesty that you allow yourself in youth when you don't think you're being honest that is irreplaceable. You can't match it. You can't imitate it. It's this honesty without trying to be honest it's it's this thoughtless honesty you haven't thought about this enough but you're saying so much about yourself even though you don't know that you're saying that much about yourself um and i think they they do a little bit of this in this album but i also think that they were transitioning into a space in their life where they were starting to become these almost modern philosophers that they've become because they, they really do make these fantastical albums with these very very deep deep uh, topics that they've clearly thought out a lot. Um, but this album, it's just so much energy, is so much again. It's all these things I like in music: the energy, the feeling, the not necessarily the complexity, but the 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 originality of. Uh, the way they're, they're playing their music. Um, and that's artists in the ambulance by thrice, just front to back this record. I could play it forever, just so good. And it hits home so good. And it get, it pumps you up and then you listen to the lyrics and that also feeds the soul. And it, it, I, I can honestly say it helped me grow as a human being, helped me see things in a couple of different ways that I hadn't before. Um, Yeah, just an important record overall. So coming out of that into number five, I won't say much about this album other than, of course, it's another local band. (laughs) There's the theme going on here that I didn't plan for. Um, And this one we've talked about. It's been on on the other list. It's, of course, Americana by The Offspring. And why? Because you've heard why. Um, It's a very important record. It's one of the first records I bought myself. Loved it. Uh, played it forever the CD is somewhere and I don't touch it anymore i've I've ripped it and uh, and now I stream it I just I, I, I'm afraid of touching it anymore <laughs> I've played it so much awesome album um, moving on to number four if I can find it see the thing is we um uh, excuse me for the smack um, we wrote these just you know stream of consciousness. Just wrote down these albums, wrote them, wrote them, wrote them, wrote them, and then we decided to go back (laughs) and put numbers on them. So I'm having to skip up and down this list. Uh, I probably should have prepared better, but. That's the way it's happening. So we are on to number four. And I won't say, again, too much about this album uh, because it's been on the other ones. But for me, it's Rage Against the Machine's Rage Against the Machine. I was lucky to be introduced to Rage Against the Machine with their first album. And it spoke to me. And it revolutionized me. I was already sort of a, you know, kind of politically inclined person. I was already uh, someone who was... Watching the powers that be that was, you know, uh, uh, taking them to task on on things that they were doing that I didn't agree with, that didn't seem to, to fit the narrative of what America is supposed to be for all of us. And then this album just absolutely, ra- mm, not radicalized, but revolutionized my way of thinking. It was a complete complete upgrade. It's sort of like if I was already a, uh, you know, like a little street racer, I got a NOS injection. So it really just kind of, um, it supercharged everything. Uh, those are two different things. Sorry, car people. Um, but yeah, definitely, it definitely supercharged me and, and led me down some, some rabbit holes that I needed to explore and, and, and listen to and, and read and think about. Uh, so it's a, it's a great album and it, it's been very influential and it, it's helped me grow as a person for sure. Um, at number three <laughs> is another local band, <laughs> but this is a lesser known local band. And this is a very, very local band. Like seriously, these guys, uh, started off in and still live in. And I've a little bit of a, eh, light personal connection, um, but anyway, they, 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 they started off in and lived in and kind of went around, uh, went to school around uh, the same area, you know, that I would call my backyard. Uh, they're very, very local, like down the street local. And that's uh, Audio Karate. And the album that's on here is Lady Melody. And if you've never heard Audio Karate, please go listen to Lady Melody. If you're on YouTube uh, while you're listening to this or you're too lazy (laughs) to go, you know, boot up your streaming service and and try to look for them, go to YouTube, check out the video for Jesus is Alive and Well and Living in Mexico. It's such a good song. They're such a good band. But this album is everything. They're so good. This is pop punk that isn't the big pop punk band's at its greatest. It's so good. It's so catchy. It's so riffy. It, it it pumps so well. The beats, the the guitar, everything is bright. Everything is is energetic. Everything is you know, just energy and youthfulness and exuberance. But there's some really good stuff being said as well. Very true. A lot of uh, you know, a lot of very uh introspective work went into this album it's just it's such a great album that deserves so much more recognition go check out audio karate's lady melody it's one of those records that i can't stop playing i love it so much um and i'm glad i got introduced to these guys and funny enough um their bassist uh got us out of a jam um i'm by us i mean one of my bands one of my early bands uh, got us out of a jam when, uh, I, and I'll take all the heat. And this was me, um, being that we were broke musicians, I'm sure this will come up later when, when I get Juan on here, uh, Juan from, um, house of one studios, uh, who was also in bands with me. He'll be in here eventually, hopefully once we, you know, get past this whole coronavirus nonsense. But once we get Juan in here, Juan will, uh will help us out and we'll, we'll talk about these stories and, and the fun stuff that happened back in the day. But uh, anyway, this was one of our, I'll tell you the story real quick, sort of in, in snapshots. This was one of our early shows. We were broke teenagers in a band. Uh, we had barely any of our instrument. I'll get, you know, instrumentation. I'll get into that um, <laughs> when, when I have Juan here and we're talking these war stories Uh, But suffice to say that one of the areas we were lacking in the most was a proper PA system. And we were handed a venue, but we weren't handed any equipment. So we had to provide all that. And so in order to have this concert, I had to find a way. And of course, it had to be me. I had to find a way (laughs) to make sure that we had a PA system. And so I had a head, as I recall, I had a PA head, um, but I had no speaker. So I went on eBay and I ordered the cheapest speakers I could find. They're meant to be out, outside speakers, uh, the kind that you have around your pool and your patio area. Uh, you kind of rig to, to a stereo system. I think that's what they were meant for anyway. Um, and then I I don't even remember what I did. I tweaked them so that I I can get them plugged in to to this uh, (laughs) to this uh, this PA uh, head, Um, and we we got going with our first song as our cover of uh, "Dammit" by Blink One Eighty Two because of course it was, and we didn't make it all the way through the song. The speakers blew out on us; they died. And the concert would have been over at that point where not for the fact that their basses, of course, like I said, these guys live in my backyard, uh, lived really close by. And he brought us this gigantic, uh, 400 watt PA system with these huge speakers. And we were able to continue the rest of our show and it was so much fun. So thank you, um, uh, for that, uh, to, I want to say his name is Justino. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Justino. Um, from Audio Karate. Uh, we'll, We'll get all the details on that sorted out when I have Juan in here, and I'll tell you that story. But again... This album for me is at number three in my top ten, Lady Melody. Go check it out if you've never checked it out before. Oh, and they also did another, uh, band. I don't know if they're, they're still doing, uh, stuff, but, uh, that band was called Indian School and they put out, uh, I know at least an EP and that EP was awesome. So go check that out as well, especially if you're more into the indie-ish kind of, uh, modest mouse kind of feel. You'll, you'll probably really enjoy, um, that album, you'll, you'll enjoy Indian school. So let's move on to number two. This is a band that has been very influential in the way, in, not just in the music and not just in, uh, you know, the style, not in so many ways. I just, you know, the production that some of my favorite producers are my favorite producers because of the work they did on, on their record. Um, But also just in lifestyle, Uh, their ideas resonated with me. And so I took them to heart. Even though I already sort of had those ideas with me, I was already living that way. They solidified it for me. They made it so much easier to live that way. Um, And they're also a California band because, of course, it's another (laughs) California band. Uh, And that album is Sing the Sorrow by AFI. That album was so important to me um, in... In my later high school years, um, when I was having some, you know, really dark times, uh, it's been so good in terms of my mental health. It, it just, it takes me uh, into this sort of cocoon of, like, it's going to be okay. Things are okay. Just feel these vibes. Just enjoy this music. Just, you know, it's hard to explain. It's so poetic. Uh, this is, you know, as far as I... I go, this is Davey Havoc's best lyrical work. It's just so strong. Um, And it's some of, you know, Hunter and Jade and, and Adam's best musical work. Absolutely. Some of their top, top musical work, just, you know, the emotionality that they're able to bring to it. Uh, But also the technicality, there's a lot of technical stuff in here and it's so good and it's done so well. And it, It was so uh, well written and and captivating that it really brought in people from all kinds of different uh, genres. I know that now, that's sort of a weird thought that like you're bringing in people who stick to only one genre. Now that we're, it's sort of the cool thing to be into a lot of different genres. And you know, no one takes flack for that too much anymore. But back when these guys were were doing their thing in their in, in this in this time, which is sort of mid career for them now, but this was early in their career then, uh, pretty early anyway. Um, they were starting. Tr- they were sort of sorry. They were sort of drifting into their mid career for sure. Um, it was so big that they were bringing in people who were into punk and metal. And classic rock and all these different subgenres, you know, uh, they were bringing them in, and they were enjoying this record, and they were res—it was resonating with everyone. And it's so emotionally charged, and it's so poetic and cryptic, and you know, there's so much energy, and it—it's so well done, and it's impactful, and in a lot of ways, it's very succinct and to the point, and and strong. it feels like there's no wasted space. In this album and just from a production standpoint it feels like as close to perfection as this band has ever gotten um and you know just from a standpoint of um, what it means to me it, it was so powerful some of the the lyrics in here I still uh, quote them to people they 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 become part of my ethos of the way that I live my life. They've been influential from a philosophical standpoint. And so, you know, for that reason and so much more, um, you know, Sing the Sorrow by AFI has to be number two. It's, it's If you've never heard it, go hear it. I'm sure you have, but if you haven't, go hear it. it. It is an event. It is something to bear witness to. It is something to experience once, at least in your life. And now, finally... <laughs> Almost an hour in I know uh I might just <laughs> i might just uh uh have to apologize for you for keeping you this long. I hope you're having fun I hope you're enjoying it uh I promise i'll get to to the plugins I'm sure that's more important to you than anything, but number one and I say this with absolutely no sarcasm whatsoever uh I'm not being facetious. The album that got me through high school, Enema of the State by Blink-182. This album is everything to me. You know, it was, it was handed to me the right time in my life when I was feeling all this confusion, all, all this angst, all these different things, and, and life was complicated, and Blink understood that. <laughs> the songs in this album understand that and they also kind of put a positive spin on on things there there's fun in this album there's seriousness in this album there's heavy topics there's you know jokes in the album it, it's an album that, that kind of just it understands you when at that age but these songs go on forever like the songs on on this on this album just resonate with you forever kids are still listening to blink 182 specifically this album it's such a great album um you know a lot of jest a lot of truth is said in jest sorry that's the that's the truth and I think the guys in blink understood this even at that stage in their in their career they they were very cognizant of the fact that uh, yeah they were you know doing tongue in cheek but they also knew that that tongue in cheek uh carried a little more weight behind the facade and and that it was gonna be impactful for for people at least i i like to believe that they understood what they were doing um and even if they didn't it it did do that and and it allowed me to sort of decompress a little bit through those really hard times really dark times and you know just everything about this album was handed to me at the appropriate time in my life and i still play it i still play all the songs on here i enjoy all the songs it's so much fun it was their it was their definite turn um from being sort of uh you know just a bunch of guys dicking around to to being guys dicking around but also being very serious musicians um and and knowing that their craft was important to people um whether or not they had come to that realization prior uh I don't know, and I won't speculate only they can tell you. But for sure, the it, in the music, you can feel it, that they've realized that at some point before putting this out. Um, so there you have it. Those are my top 10 albums. Um, and I'll try to speed through a little bit some of my honorable mentions just, you know, for you to have. Uh, this one, it pains me that it didn't make it, but... Um, it's an important album, all the same. It's, it's such an important album, but it just kind of didn't eke in. Um, and that's Relationship of Command by At The Drive-In, because of course it is. Uh, aside from that one, we have a long list, actually. The next one is Does This Look Infected by Sum 41. Again, uh, their previous album was good. It was fun. It was pop punk. It's all that stuff. It's great. But this one, this one hits home a lot and it was very important during the the high school years but it's still so very true and they did it in a different way you know they i classify this record on the same uh level as some of the you know rage against the machine or system of a down in terms of what their the topics are they're touching but it, i feel like it's more accessible to the youth and it's more accessible to people in general uh, they did a great job with this album and i don't think it gets the um recognition it deserves so there's that um next up of course the first ever album i ever bought and it's it's still with me i still play it i still love it marshall mathers lp by eminem and of course it's all about the angst (laughs) it's all about the angst um but yeah but the craftsmanship the rapping the the beats yeah it's a great album it's strong it's so good uh moving on Bone Palace ballet Grand Coda by Chiodos. This is one of those bands that I ignored forever and then I actually paid some attention to. and They're fantastic. They're fantastic musicians. This album is some of their best work and it's so strong. Front to back, it's very enjoyable. Uh, it's great. If you haven't heard it, go check it out. Great album. Um, the, the next one on my uh, list of honorable mentions is the album that Finally got me to pay attention to dance Gavin dance and that's acceptance speech. If you haven't heard it, go listen to acceptance speech. If you like Bruno Mars and you like hardcore music, you know, not even hardcore, I shouldn't even say hardcore, but you, you like heavy music, fast music, technical music. You like the fusion of genres. Go listen to acceptance speech. So good. So good. Um, the next one is Sex Cells by Black Audio. Why? Because Davey Havoc, J. Puget, of course. Um, and also because uh, it's electronica, but I like it because <laughs> it was done very well. Um, I, I don't tend to listen to a lot of electric music. Uh, not electric music. More, I guess I should say digital music, dance music, EDM, whatever you want to call it. That sort of music. Not too much. Uh, coming up next, a band that means the world to me, uh, and I absolutely love, but they just couldn't eke in. In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth Three by Coheden Cambria, the album that introduced me to them, and it's such a great album front to back. So much fun in this. It's a whole world. You you're immersed in it. It it was the first time I had I got to experience that, and it's awesome. And their their albums, as of recent, um especially Ascension and Dissension are just, you know, the top of, of that experience. But this album introduced me to them and I still sing along to all the songs on here. Um, and now a band, not from the United States, but one that I absolutely love and was introduced to, uh, thankfully, in my youth. Um, f- they're a band from are cousins to the north uh i'm an american so to the cousins to the north they're a canadian band billy talent 2 by billy talent such a great album never heard devil in a midnight mask go listen to that now it is so good um such a great album every track on here is fantastic uh i believe i once said that i felt like billy talent 2 was what punk bands in the 70s wished they could be (laughs) and that might be a little bit of sacrilege in in the punk community but it's so good it's so great it's it's rock and roll it's punk energy it's done great it's fantastic go listen to that um then moving on from there is a band that's not from california but it's not very far away uh hot fuss by the killer sorry i just blew out your ears didn't i but yes i love this album it's so good it's so great it, it's their best work uh, i'm sure killers fans are gonna hate me but i believe it to be their their absolute best work such a great album um and they completely changed the musical landscape at a time where you know rock music was definitely something else they they brought in a new flavor into the world um moving on from there is a band that i love to hate even now when i recognize their their greatness um but this album is i think the pinnacle of them and and what they do and what they do well it's three cheers for sweet revenge by my chemical romance if you've never heard it go study up on what this is supposed to be then go listen to it so good it's a it's a great album um it's more than just the emo facade, um, that they weren't even trying to put out, to be honest. It's just, it just so happened that the aesthetic kind of, uh, got intertwined with that scene kit thing that was going on. I shouldn't even say emo. Emo is a completely different thing. Uh, I apologize to the purists out there who know what emo is or is supposed to be. Okay. Moving on to the second page. Cause of course there's a second page, um, At the top, a band that scared me (laughs) so much when I was first introduced to it. This, absolutely, they they opened the doors um, for me in terms of the heavier music and the metalcore, you know, that kind of stuff, the grindcore. uh, They're not grindcore, but they were the uh, gateway band, if you will. Uh, I'm sure they'd hate to be called that, but they opened the door and exposed me to a whole different... Uh, style of one vocals and two music uh in general uh I, it completely changed in my mind what was possible and that band is norma Jean, and the album is of course bless the martyr and kiss the child if you've never heard it go hear it i think it's the best uh music you can hear in what people were at the time calling screamo and it's not screamo but um yeah in terms of Aggressive guitars and guttural vocals. This is so good. It's so, so very good. And it's a great album, great concepts, great songs. It's just good all around. Uh, Moving on to another uh, album that kind of busted open the doors. And a very prophetic album. Uh, Another band that's been very influential in um, my political views and my views on, on life. My... My personal philosophy. Sorry, I moved away from the mic. It's The Shape of Punk to Come by Refused. If you've never heard this album, go listen to it. If you're a punk fan, you must. This is this is required listening. Absolutely required listening. It's a prophetic album. It's a great album. It's one of those albums that's super dynamic and it's very, very much punk in the truest sense of. They were doing what they wanted to do. Um, But yeah, it's strong. It's powerful. The songs are important. Go listen to it. I'm not going to say much more. Uh, Moving on from there, it's the band that made me have to look at Taking Back Sunday again. Because as I understand it, I never verified this, but as I understand it, uh, members of this band came from the early incarnation of Taking Back Sunday. And that band is Straylight Run, and the album is Straylight Run. Great album, great songs. You know, it very much in that idea of emo that we had in the 2000s, what was mainstream popular called emo. But this is done well and seriously. And, you know, it's introspective and it's universal and it's taken serious it's serious music but it's also very enjoyable so if you enjoyed you know the sound of the music that was labeled emo but you sort of didn't enjoy some of those bands that weren't um you couldn't really take seriously this is this is an album that you want to check out uh it's very it's very deep Uh, it's a very enjoyable album it's not it's not domestica it's not going to make you cry um but it, it is gonna it is gonna make you think. It's a good album. Um moving on from there is a band that absolutely should have been in my top ten, and somehow they just didn't. Of course, these albums had to mean to something to you. They have to resonate in a way that just nothing else does. And and these guys resonate with me more from their technical prowess and from their subject matter. Um But they don't hit home emotionally so much, if that makes sense. They're more like philosophical masters. They're people that I want to sit in front of and listen to them speak. Um, It's 10,000 Days by Tool. Of course, another Los Angeles band, fantastic band. Tool is a must-listen for anyone who's into rock music you have to listen to tool 10,000 days is a great album to listen to all their all their other albums are amazing as well but this one for sure moving on it's the band that almost gave me a trilogy they needed to give me a trilogy they never gave me the trilogy and I'm still devastated but this is the album that I just can't stop listening to every road trip it has to be included uh And it sucks that it's an honorable mention, but it's an honorable mention. And that's Head Automatica decadence. If you've never heard it, please go listen to it. If you like the idea of dance punk, if that idea you enjoy, if you enjoy some of the more electronic uh, yeah, yeah, yeah stuff, um, you know, like uh, Zero, for instance, right? If you enjoy that stuff, um, if you enjoy daft punk uh if you enjoy punk music but also electronic dance music go listen to head automatic <laughs> um it's yeah go listen to decadence it's such a good album it's so much fun uh very true very very, very honest as well um but yeah all the elements are there so good it's by no means a philosophical album. It's not, you know, you know, revolutionary as you're thinking, but it's also not a uh, bubblegum pop. So there's that. Um, moving on. And these are the last two. The first one is Bleed American by Jimmy Eat World. This is such a phenomenal album. I'm just, there's not, there's, there's not enough praise I can heap on it. This is, you know, that era of, you know, emotional punk. That's what I'll call it because I don't even know that I could call it pop punk or alternative rock or anything like that. I feel like it's an evolution of the emo sound. Uh, it's it's a, obviously it's a softening of of the aesthetic, but I feel like it, it's in the same vein as those earlier albums from the '80s and the early '90s. Um, and the and the topics are very similar. And it's one of those albums that just kind of. It, it feeds the soul, especially when you're in a bad place. It just, it kind of lifts you up. It kind of tells you, hey, things are going to be cool. Um, and I actually can't remember if Jimmy World is Californian or not. Um, they might not be. They might be a Midwestern band. But it's got this just, you know, they're so relatable. It's pure Americana. It really is. Go listen to Bleed American if you never had um Jimmy World lead American great album must listen and lastly a, an album that pains me is not in my top 10 but it would be sitting right outside of it uh in any other you know situation and that album is Placebo Without You I'm Nothing I got introduced to Placebo in the weirdest of ways but the more I got into them and Brian Malkal and, and, and Stefan Osdall and at the time Steve Hewitt and now uh, Stephen Forrest, I believe. Um, the more that I realized that this was the best way, the absolute best way to get introduced to them. Uh, I got Without You I'm Nothing uh, in a CD case that someone left on a Greyhound bus and it was a burnt copy of the album. Um, it just feels so placebo placebo is one of those bands if we were talking bands they'd probably be in my top 10 Um, they're actually probably in my top 5 but this album it's hard to believe it's not in my top 10 it's, it's one of those albums that is so emotionally true it's important, it's honest the music is great it's strong, it resonated with me from the get-go, I put it on once and became a fan forever. It's a great album. If you've never listened to it, go listen to it. It's serious music. Um, again, it's very, it's very heavy. It's very serious. It's very true and raw and honest. But it doesn't bring you down. It's fantastic music that feeds the soul. And Brian Muckle's is a beautiful person. And clearly, he, he is a person that thinks very deeply about himself, his life, and the world. And it it's such a great album, um, and he was very young when when this album came out. Um, so it's impressive that I, I, even at that stage in his life, he was already thinking this way. And it's only gotten better with time. If you ever get a chance, I haven't gotten a chance, but I want to so bad go see Placebo live, and they're an amazing band. I've gotten to see a bunch of their live, uh, you know, uh, DVDs and whatnot through friends and and you know, acquaintances or whatever. And it's, it's just so good. It's so good. Um, and that album really deserves to be in my top 10, but it just simply, simply didn't make it. Um, and all their albums would probably be in my top 10 if I allowed myself, um, to do that, but I can't. So there you have it. That's, that's it for that. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you, you've had fun until this point. You know, this is, a, this is a long one. We're deep in. I, I hope you're, you are you know, cleaning your house or doing something productive and, and this is sort of kind of aiding and all that and you're enjoying yourself. Um, so hopefully you learned something about myself. Uh, if you, you know, want to connect with me about that or whatever, uh, you know, hit me up on Twitter, you know, at Sombra Amrath, hashtag Sombra Amrath. Get my attention. We'll talk music for sure. Uh, let me know what are some of your top albums. I'd love to hear that. Um, you know, you can also hit me up on Instagram. I'm also Sombra Amrath. Uh, it's not as easy to hit me up on Snapchat, but you could attempt that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let me know. Let me know what, y- what you're thinking of. I hope you're enjoying it so far. I hope that uh, the, uh, I hear from some of you telling me what, what are some of the albums that mean the most to you. Um, but with that out of the way, uh, we're going to move on to these free plugins that I've been talking to you about. These are plugins that are free, absolutely free. You can get them now. And um, they're plugins that I use. These are the plugins that I actually use that I think are are great. There are more out there and eventually I'll probably talk about more. But these are the ones that right now you should probably be checking out because I, I realized that some of you are probably at home and you're taking your first steps into this, and you know you're either not enjoying the plugins you're working with, or they're a little difficult to work with. And I absolutely live by this, you know, tenant that plugins should be easy to use. If they're not easy to use, that then they're not worth uh, your time, because if something's going to complicate your workflow, and you can get that done with something else, you might as well go to something else. Um, plugins should be intuitive. And a lot of them are great, and they are. Um, and a lot of them are free. So before we get into that, of course, I have to do the... <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I just blew out your ears again. I have to do uh, the mandatory um, commercials. And again, I, I'm sorry for the lick. I don't know why I've gotten into that. Hopefully, uh, when I throw in um, uh, my Isotope RX... Um, Uh, plugins, it kind of eliminates some of that. Um, So I got to go into the the mandatory ads. And of course, first and foremost, if you enjoy this podcast, if you're having a good time, and you can do so, by all means, please, I would appreciate it very much. And of course, I would go to creating more of this podcast. If you would buy me a coffee at my coffee, that's coffee.com, Forward slash sombra That's k o f dash f I dot c O M forward slash S O M B E R A M A R A T H. Buy me a coffee, keep me caffeinated, or rather keep this podcast caffeinated. Um, and it all goes towards, you know, continuing this podcast and all that good stuff. Uh, If you can't do that, by all means, pimp me out on your social media. Tell your family and friends. Tell everyone who will listen uh, that they can check me out on, of course, uh, Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play. And hopefully soon I'll be on iHeartRadio. And I'm still working on Spotify. So those are coming in the near future, very hopefully. Um, And of course, go check out uh, House of One Studios. That's houseofonestudios.com uh, for any of your audio, video needs. We're there for you. We'll take care of you. So those are the ads for today. Uh, every, everything up until now that's an ad correlates with, with me somehow. So if you're supporting one of those two things, you're supporting me and you're supporting this podcast and I highly appreciate it. Uh, hopefully at some point in the future, we'll have some sponsorship and you know that'll take the burden off of, uh, other revenue sources. And I'd like to have some merch at some point. And if you have any thoughts on that, by all means, hit me up on Twitter. Okay. So here we go. Moving on to some free plugins, uh, that you can definitely use, um, right now, right now, right now. <laughs> and they're going to be very good for your production. In fact, some of them are getting used right now, like literally right now. Uh, The first one, well, let's go company and then plugins. The first company is Klinghelm. That's K-L-A-N-G-H-E-L-M, Klinghelm. Uh, Klinghelm isn't, as far as I understand it, it's one person. I believe they're in Germany. I might be wrong. Um, But if you Google Klinghelm, they'll be the first thing that pops up. Check them out. Awesome, awesome plugins. Love their stuff, use it all the time. Um, and luckily, uh, they have uh, a couple of free versions. One of them uh, I'm using at the moment. And that plugin is the, excuse me, give me a second. It's the MJUC Junior, which is a variable tube compressor. You are actually hearing it right now. If you like the way that I sound, that is that plugin. I discovered it once off a recommendation from Graham Cochran of the Recording Revolution. If you've never uh, uh, checked out their vi- uh, his videos on YouTube, by all means go. They're very good. They're going to teach you how to you know produce your own music. Uh, awesome instructional videos. I love uh, Graham Cochran. Shout out to him. If it weren't for him, I, I would be so much worse at this than I than I actually am. Um, and so uh, he recommended their VU meter, which is like 10 bucks American, I think. And it's so worth it. Such a great VU meter. I'm actually using it right now for this production. Um, but then I realized that there was three plugins that you could get for free. This was one of them. And I'm currently using it right now to compress my voice so that you have a better listening experience. Um, it's a great little plugin. It's super easy to, to use. There's literally two knobs and a switch. That's it. And it does all the compression you need and it does it very well. Then there is the IVGI saturation and distortion. And this is basically just a a way to add a little bit of, uh, yeah, saturation, distortion, a little bit of grit, a little bit of grime to your, uh, recordings. It's, very good. Uh, I really like it. Um, You know, anything that could use a little bit of distortion to cut through, this is very good on. Um, A nice little trick is to put it on snares. If your snare isn't cutting through, toss a little, just a little distortion in there and it tends to cut through. So that's a good way to use this one. Uh, But it's fun to put it on your voice and have, you know, this gravelly voice, you know, and other stuff, you know, just toss it on there. It's it's a great little uh, distortion plugin. It's very very smooth distortion, very enjoyable. Uh, then there's the DC One A Effortless Character Compressor, um, and that one I have a lot of fun trying to use. I I use it a lot less off, often than the other two. Um, yeah, I find that it does some of the this the same stuff that the IVGI does. Um, but it, it seems a little more aggressive. Um, and I think I might be wrong and I really should have gone back and, and, and read through his stuff. Um, I believe it's a he, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm assuming, but I believe the person behind Klinghelm is, is a he uh, read through the description and the descriptions are great by all means, read them. Uh, they'll tell you what you're getting yourself into, but I believe it, it, it kind of does the same kind of compression that an amplifier that it has been pushed a little too hard does. I think that's what what's supposed to go on there, um, and it does it really well, and it's really fun. And there's a lot of variation. There's a couple knobs, and you fiddle with it quite a bit. Uh, moving on to SoftTube. SoftTube is a very recognized name in plugins. Uh, they make a lot of really good stuff, um, but the one that we're highlighting here because it's free. Is their saturation knob, and the saturation knob again—it's a way of adding some distortion. But this one I really enjoy because it's just—it's just a knob and a switch, and the switch allows you to focus it either on the highs, the lows, or keep it neutral. And then the knob just kind of kind of gives your recording a little oomph. At first, it's kind of like a volume boost, and then it starts to break up. Um, so you can use it both ways. You could give you know your um, your sound just a little more. A little more pump, a little more volume, or you can, you know, start giving it a little dirt. And I believe it's doing a little bit of compression. I might be wrong, but I believe that it's doing a little compression in the background. Next up is one of my favorite plugin uh, developers, and that is Isotope. And they have a couple of um, a couple of plugins that are free and. Keep an eye on them. You might want to follow their social media. Every now and then, um, they'll have some extra stuff for free, and it's only for a little while, and then it goes away. Um, I know for a fact I have benefited from that in the past, and I picked up a couple things that now are no longer free or no longer available. Um, And, uh, yeah, overall, everything they make is so good. I love their stuff. Um, But right now, right now, for sure, you can get their vinyl plugin. It's a plugin that is very self-explanatory. The whole point is to make your stuff sound like it's coming through vinyl. But you can do other stuff with it. You can get experimental. Remember, do more with what you have. Um, I've used it to sort of uh, mangle recording so it sounds like it's on tape and stuff like that. It, it It's it's very fun. It's a fun little plugin. And it's good to have around stuff like this. Uh, there's also the Ozone Imager. And that's... Uh, I believe it's a spectral imager. It kind of gives you an idea of what's going on with your audio. That one I don't use as much. I've used it a couple times. um, And because I don't use it so much, I often forget what it does, but it's good to have these utility things there. Then there's the vocal uh, doubler. That one I haven't used, um, but it's supposed to kind of give you the effect of Uh, I believe overdubbing your vocals and it's always good to have something like that lying around you never know when you might want to do that you might not be able to do a a retake with someone and there it is or you you might not want to and you can or you might want to hear what it might sound like you toss that in all that good stuff um then they have their visual mixer another one that I haven't used but that one seems very useful it kind of lets you arrange your mix uh uh, in one plugin. So that's worth having and it's free. And a- at the moment, if you go through Sweetwater, search up, uh, Sweetwater, uh, isotope elements, nine free, it'll be the first thing that pops up. You can get elements nine free. And that's their, uh, their kind of light version of their mastering software. Uh, it comes with three modules. Um, I forget specifically which ones but i know there's a limiter in there i want to say there's probably an eq and a maximizer exciter i forget i am gonna cough (coughs) pardon me i've gone uh, over an hour almost an hour and a half speaking without getting any water i'm gonna need some water after this uh, so you can get that now for free. It's very useful. If you don't have the money for Ozone, I highly recommend it. I use Ozone. I actually use an older version of Ozone, two older versions of Ozone, actually. Um, and I absolutely love Ozone. It's great mastering software. Go get it. You'll, it's very useful. And, you know, it gives you all the stuff you need to kind of polish off your, your, uh, your song and give it kind of that, that final, uh, varnish before it goes out into the world. Um, and it's great that it's out there for free. Uh, next up is Slate. Slate has their Revival plugin uh, for free. This is another saturator, uh, but this one kind of lets you dial in for bass and for uh, for for your low frequencies and your high frequencies. I, I should say, uh, independently, each one has a knob, and that allows it to be very useful in different ways. I absolutely love putting this. On um, either a bass to to give it a little bit of you know just a little bit of grit and it comes through, uh, or I, I really like using it on on bass drums as well. Uh, uh, give it some some fatness. That that also works very well. But it also works uh, if you have a a mix bus in your mix bus. Um, you know you kind of do the your last EQ in there and all that stuff. It. It allows you to kind of dial up just a little more flavor and energy and whatnot. It's very good there. So that's another way to kind of oomph up your your recording. So check that out. Uh, Next from um, a company that I have a kind of love-hate relationship uh, simply because they won't release the sixth edition of a piece of software that I absolutely love. It's Native Instruments, and theirs is the Complete Start. And Complete Start has a bunch of cool stuff in it. Uh, the one that I got and used and then upgraded uh, is Guitar uh, Guitar Rig 5 Player. I believe it comes with five amps in there. It's it's an amp uh, a simulator. Uh, you can pick your cabinets. You can pick your microphones. You can kind of pick where they go. And it's really good. It's a, it's a very strong piece of software. Um, I feel like they're kind of writing on the fact that it's so strong and that. That's part of the reason they haven't kind of uh, released number six. They should pressure them if anyone knows them. Tell them to release six. Um, but yeah, really good. If you're short on change, um, you know, uh, this is a great way to record your your guitar w- with high quality sounding um, amp uh, uh, amp. Uh, what's the word i'm i'm god i got stuck (laughs) amp simulations that's the uh, jesus uh uh and and it's easter i'm sorry (laughs) Uh, okay enough of that uh but it yeah it's a it's a great set of amp uh, simulations Uh, there's a bass one in there too um it's a great way to to get some good guitar sounds uh for free moving on from there this is a uh Developer that I knew very little about until recently, but they're so good. Uh, Tokyo Dawn Records, uh, also known by TDR, they have their—it's yeah. really hard to pronounce—but their Kotelnikov Kotelnikov uh, dynamic processor. I use it uh, mostly as an EQ. Um. Oh no. I'm sorry. No. 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 Sorry. 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 The Kotelnikov is a dynamics processor. Processor. I use it mostly as a limiter. That's that's the situation there. It's a great limiter. Uh. It's also great as a uh as a compressor if I recall correctly. I, I might be wrong, but it it'll definitely limit. I know for a fact that it will limit, and it's free and it's fantastic. And now moving on to their EQ, and that would be the Nova. The Nova is a fantastic EQ. Um. If you don't like the EQ you're working with, this is free and it's fantastic and it's very, very usable. Go check it out and uh, you won't be dissatisfied. It's a great uh, great EQ. Um, Moving on from there is Thomas Munt. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Uh, That's T-H-O-M-A-S, of course, Thomas. uh, M-U-N-D-T. And the plugin is called Loudmax loudmax is a brick wall uh look ahead limiter um and it's great it's the one i'm using right now okay i'm using this limiter right right now on this recording it's great it's free if you need a limiter this is this is the one to get super simple easy to use free it doesn't require a lot of uh uh resources out of your system great Okay, and last up in, in the free stuff, we'll talk about other plugins in a later episode for sure, uh, but that's fo- the right Balancer. Right now it's free. And Balancer is kind of this uh, weird little uh, plugin that they worked on with Sonable, another, uh, another uh, plugin producer. Um, and so what it basically does more or less is if you tell it what you're working with, and then you let it learn. Um, you kind of play it a little bit of what you're you're working on. It then kind of does a couple processes for you, and and kind of tries to spice it up, and you know automatically uh, edit your your audio. So you know this is a great a great way to sort of get started. You know, kind of putting your your sound in a nice spot before you do any little tweaks. And for better or worse. I'm uh, putting that plug in because I haven't used it yet on this recording. So if you like what it's it's doing, here's basically what's happening. Uh, I have my usual setup on from the last two episodes. So if you like the way those sound, that's what's going on there. And then on top of that, I've tossed on the balancer to kind of do its thing uh, over that before it goes to limiting. So... Whatever it's doing, if you're enjoying the way this sounds, it's doing its thing. Um, But yeah, all of these have videos for them that you can go check out. And there's a bunch of other um, plugins that I'm probably going to talk about later on. I'm always trying new plugins. I'm always trying uh, the free stuff because why would you pay for something if you can get a free version of it um, uh, that works well, right? Uh, You should really only be looking at at spending your money on the things that matter, that you need, that you can't get elsewhere, Um, and that absolutely do the job that you need them to do. But if you can get away with something that is more cost-effective, by all means, use something more cost-effective. Uh, But yeah, they all have videos on YouTube. You should be able to hear what they do for for your audio. And they're all very, very good. They're all very usable. It's why they're on my list. That's why they're they're being recommended right now. And I've used all of them even uh, even if it was just casually. I've I've tested all of them. They're all great. They're all stable. They're all fantastic. Um, uh, One last one uh, that just kind of came through today. If you need a reverb... Go to Tal T A L. Uh, they have a couple of um, uh, free plugins. Um, I just uh, picked up the updated version of the Reverb Four. It's a plate reverb. It's very, uh, it's it's very eighty sounding, but it's very very usable. It's very very uh, easy to use, and it sounds great. So if you need a reverb, that one I haven't gotten a chance to test out quite as much as i would like but it's there for you check it out go have some fun that's another free one uh and they got a couple other uh plugins that are really good their stuff is really really good um so by all means you know use with confidence all right guys i hope you had oh i just made a huge mistake not just guys i'm sorry uh, <laughs> i know that uh outside of california that can get kind of uh I can get kind of controversial. Sorry, I'm very Californian. (laughs) All right, everyone. Um, I hope you had a great time hearing, you know, about myself and my girlfriend and our relationship through albums and that you got some use out of the plugins that I was uh, peddling. Um, I hope you're you're staying safe and and you're well. And I look forward to seeing you or hearing from you on my social media and for you to hear me on the next episode of the Sombra Amrath podcast. Thank you, and I'll hear you or you'll hear me next time. All right, bye.